Welcome to the Perimenopause Sessions, a collection of bite-sized episodes where I'm going to be explaining just what the heck's going on with your body and mind, help you sort through all the information that's out there, and share with you some simple strategies and hacks to help you navigate your way through the perimenopause transition feeling amazing. My name's Alex, founder of ChickFit and fellow perimenopause woman. I'm a women's fitness and wellness expert who works with women from new mum recovery right through to the postmenopause years. And I'm all about empowering women with the knowledge, strategies, and mindset that they need to navigate through life feeling their very best. Join me as we explore the perimenopause years. I have got some really exciting news to share with you today, and that is that my brand new course, Power Up Your Perimenopause, has now launched and it's open for bookings. Now, this course is exactly what you need to feel like your fittest, strongest, and most energetic self in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. On the inside, I'm going to be helping you to understand what's going on and empower you to make the changes that are right for you. You're going to feel calmer, more confident, more energetic. You're going to feel like you're proactively taking control of your peri to postmenopause journey and you're going to be able to create an amazing vision for both now and in the future. Of course, this is going to include a progressed fitness plan that's perfect for the perimenopause, along with weekly nutrition and self-care tasks and coaching, regular group coaching calls, and plenty of support through the private Facebook group. Seriously, we all need something a bit different once we hit our 40s, and this is going to show you exactly how you can totally rock your perimenopause and feel amazing. Just head to powerupyourperimenopause.com or hit the link in the show notes to find out more, and I cannot wait to see you on the inside. A big warm welcome back to the perimenopause sessions. I hope you've had a chance to listen in to the first few. If you haven't, they're definitely worth a little visit because I've covered some really key topics, including what the perimenopause is, sleep and weight gain. And today I want to talk to you about something that is really, really close to my heart. And that, of course, is exercise. Now, Of course, I'm going to say that exercise is non-negotiable because that's my job. But the fact is that it really, really, really is at all stages of life, but particularly now. But I think that it's safe to say that for a lot of women, this it feels like it just gets harder to do as we get a bit older and we get into our 40s and beyond. You know, I think that, you know, at that point in life, we can have quite stressful jobs. You know, we may have had a bit of time out having kids earlier on, which in itself is very stressful. But at this point, maybe we have gone back to work full time. You know, our kids are a bit older, we've gone back to work full time. We're trying to kind of hold that job down while looking after the house and, and, you know, doing all those other things we need to do. And that can be a lot of stress looking after kids or teenagers, plus on the other side, aging parents. This is called the meat in the sandwich generation, i.e. we have got, you know, we've still got kids at home. We're still kind of having to look after them and sort out their own needs, but we might have parents who who need us more as well because they're getting older. And so that in itself can be quite a, you know, quite a lot. It can be a lot on top of everything else. We can be lacking in sleep and therefore motivation. And maybe if we're putting weight on, we talked about this in the last episode, it can make us feel like the effort just isn't worth it anymore. We're like, well, I'm doing all this exercise, but I'm just putting weight on anyway. So what's the point? And just feeling fatigued, like there aren't enough hours in the day, achy joints, you know, the list goes on. It gets harder. It just gets harder. And, you know, it's no wonder that we, you know, often in this life phase, women start to opt out of movement because they want to focus on other priorities in life, or they just decide that they need to slow down they need to stick to the more gentle types of exercise for various reasons. And so we're just not moving as much. We're just not doing as much. Now, I'm not knocking gentle exercise. <laughs> you know, if you have gone down that route of, you know, I'll just do yoga and Pilates, 
great. They are amazing things to do. And I'm not knocking that at all. And in fact, as we go on, you'll see this is a key component. That kind of stuff is a key component of, of what you need to do. But but, but, but we need to be challenging our bodies in a lot of ways as well for a lot of reasons. And, you know, getting all of those elements in there is really, really important. So we need to be addressing things like strength and stamina, speed, sharpness, suppleness, and vitality markers as well. So there's certain markers like grip strength, which tell us a lot about life expectancy, like grip strength is, is related to life expectancy, for example. And, and simple things like, you know, being able to go from sit to stand or from the floor to standing. Those things that people do a lot less as they get older or struggle with as they get a bit older, but that are so, so, so important. And they're important to train. They're important to put into our practice. And, you know, if, if we don't do those things, then we are battling with things like sarcopenia. Now, sarcopenia is muscle loss. And actually, this starts to happen naturally to all of us in our mid-30s onwards. So it's not, you know, it, it it's not a thing that doesn't happen. You know, it does happen to all of us. However, we can do stuff about that because if we don't address it, then we start to lose strength. Our metabolism it reduces. So we talked about that in the last episode as well, where the more muscle you've got, the higher metabolism, the, higher, the more calories you burn every day. So having that, you know, stoking up that metabolism is really, really important for lots of reasons. If we're losing muscle, we might experience balance issues. And, you know, the amount of muscle we've got is also very closely related to the amount of bone or how strong our bone is. So, you know, muscle loss, bone loss go hand in hand. So if you want to keep strong bones, keep strong muscles. We can also start to experience issues of balance, like I said, um, more aches and pains. And I think this is a big one because we start to kind of notice that things hurt when we exercise sometimes. And so it puts us off exercising. We start to lose mobility as well. And we definitely do not want to lose mobility. And like I said, fatigue and tiredness start to come in as well. And all of those things will happen if we are not doing the right kinds of exercise. But I don't want this to scare you. You know, this is not intended to like be frightening or scary or anything like that. And it feels like, oh my God, she's like talking about strength and stamina and speed and sharpness and suppleness and blah, 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 blah. It's all too, 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 too much. But um, don't worry, we can combine a lot of that into one or two sessions. It's just about building that really good all around fitness program that's going to work for you. And, you know, what we're looking to do is we want to build and maintain muscle you know, for me, that is so key because it, it then means that we move better. You know, it means we're more mobile. It means that we are just stronger in our day to day. So, so important. It can increase our metabolism. It helps us to look after our heart health, bone health, cognitive health as well. So our brain health can be improved with exercise. And ultimately, it gives you the quality of life that you want and deserve. We all want to be fit, strong, healthy for as long as we possibly can so that we don't just have a long life, but we have quality of life with it as well. And, and that's where exercise is so, so important. And, you know, it really is a case of use it or lose it. It really is. So how do we make sure that we address all of these things? Well, it's about having that all round fitness program. So like I said, we're not, we don't want to go all hardcore. You know, we don't want to be like out there doing a 10K run three or four, five days a week necessarily. But we also don't just want to be doing the slower stuff that, you know, the yoga and the Pilates, they all play a part in it, but they play a part. They are not the whole, you know, they shouldn't make up the whole of our fitness journey, so to speak. So long steady state cardio, so long runs, the cross trainer at the gym, the bike at the gym, 
doing long steady state cardio, which we have done, you know, in years past, sometimes because we just love that feeling, sometimes because we think it'll burn loads of calories, actually is starting to work against us more now. So it can be tight, it can be more tiring, it can take more time to recover from that. It adds stress to the body as well. So we just release lots of cortisol when we're doing that. And we don't want that. We definitely don't want that that stress hormone released any more than we need it to be, because that is then going to affect our, you know, fat storage around the tummy and all sorts of other things as well. And I think particularly if this is your staple, then you need to think about swapping it for some different things. This is not to say you can't still go out for a run. Of course you can, but you need to do some other stuff to back it up as well. So weight and strength training is is second. You've got, you know, we've got to do that. We've got to lift stuff. We just have to lift some heavy stuff. And that doesn't mean lifting a 50 kilogram, you know, weight <laughs> and squatting your body weight. You don't have to do that. You can do it with a couple of, you know, 5k dumbbells. That's absolutely fine. But we've got to lift some heavy stuff. We just have to. Some of the short, sharp sessions are important as well because we want to increase speed and, you know, speed of movement and acuity of movement as well. So that's really important. Some medium effort cardio, you know, like I say, your, your long, slow run, your walking and stuff, absolutely pop that in there as well. And of course, the restorative stuff. So your yoga, your Pilates, your, you know, your slowing down. We all, you know, we've talked about stress before. We talked about that in the last episode a lot. And, you know, that is part of the puzzle there. We have got to do that as well. So how much of that do you think you're addressing right now? Because if you're not, doing much, you're doing nothing at all, or you're missing out on certain kinds of those exercises, then that is definitely something to address. But I don't want you to panic because it sounds like a lot. When I say it like that, it sounds like a lot. But you can incorporate a lot of that stuff into one session. You know, believe me when I say that I can, you know, I can make a really efficient session, lifting some heavy weights quickly becomes strength work plus hits. And I can do that in 20, 30 minutes and I can get a really good session in doing, you know, two to three of those different elements, you know, cardio work, heart health work, lifting the weight. So, you know, that strength training, the short, sharp stuff, the speed stuff, you could do that in a, in a half hour session for sure. Adding a couple of days a week of yoga, stretching, and then some daily walking and Bob's your uncle. So it doesn't have to be loads and loads and loads, but it does have to be consistent and you do have to do it. And you do have to combine all of those different things. So what are you doing at the moment? What's, you know, what's happening with you right now? Are you incorporating all those things? Are there things that you're missing out on? You know, I know that for a lot of my clients, they miss out a lot on the restoration type stuff. Um, and I know for other clients that they miss out on the strength training stuff because they're more into the cardio. So the, you know, often we find that there's one of those elements that we need to work harder on. I need to work harder on the rest restorative stuff. I've increased my walking recently. I do the strength training and the HIIT training as standard anyway. I don't really do the long steady state cardio, if I'm honest, but I, I use my walking for that. Restorative stuff is where I need to work on as well. So we've all got stuff we need to work on. You don't have to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect, but certainly working towards trying to incorporate those things on a relatively regular basis is going to really, really help. And I promise you can even learn to enjoy it or at least learn how to enjoy how you're going to feel on the other side. Right. If you've got any questions at all about any of this, please drop me an email via the link in the show notes. And I'd love to hear any more questions you've got so I can address those. Any feedback you've got, really enjoying doing these sessions. I hope you're finding them really, really helpful. But for now, I'm going to say goodbye. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'm going to look forward to being with you again very, very soon. 
Thank you so much for joining me for the perimenopause sessions today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please do leave me a rating or a review. And of course, make sure you subscribe to keep up to date with future episodes.